Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Millennial Business Podcast, brought to you by Millennial Girls Media, where we teach you how to live, lead, create, and earn like a millennial. Our generation knows that technology and the way people do business over the next few years is going to blow your mind. So, if you want to stay up to date and relevant in this ever-changing world, strap in and get ready for the ride of your life. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and I'm going to teach you how millennials do business. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 16 of the Millennial Business Podcast. I am so, so, so excited to be joined today by my amazing friend, um, someone who I met out here in Bali, and I feel like she's just going to be one of those friends that you meet and then is just a lifelong friend. Um, Gregoria, or G, as as I like to call, well, as you told me to call you for short, because yes. Gregoria is a little bit uh, hard to remember sometimes. Thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited. Coming from sunny Melbourne today, but definitely not as sunny as Bali. <laughs> yeah, so we were just talking about this before we started recording. It is very hot in Bali at the moment, um, and you're wearing a jumper, so... I know, I know. Sorry. <laughs> not, not quite envious of you, but that's okay. We digress. Um, so guys, I met G out here in Bali. Um, she came here for two months, and her and her friend Alexandra completely impacted my life and um, since they've left, I've had multiple conversations with other people around how they also impacted their lives because when you came to Bali, you were really such a strong force in connecting the community here and really bringing everyone together. And that is such an amazing thing that not many people have the ability to do. Um, and when you were here, I got to, uh, got to hear a little bit about your story because you um, ran a workshop, but I would love for you just to start off um, to share with the audience about your story and how you got to where you are today. Thank you. So for, like, my name is G. Everyone calls me G. And I am a mindset coach and spiritual teacher. Now, where my story began is basically I've been raised in a very open family. Like my parents are ultra woo-woo, you know, like I've got my mom who's into her angel cards and her crystals and her essential oils, alternative medicine. I've, you know, from a child, I was immersed in that sort of environment. And then I have my dad on the other hand, on the other hand, who's a lot more scientific spirituality like loves the aliens and you know loves that deep spiritual connection and really philosophical in that so marry those two together and then you get me so I've always had the freedom to learn whatever I wanted but it wasn't until 2011 when my mum comes to me one day and she said dad had a seizure in the middle of the night I'm like what do you mean she's like he was convulsing his whole body was convulsing mm. And she tried to wake him and tell him, and you know, as many people do, they just brush it off. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. And I spoke to him because my dad and I like besties and yeah. I said, you've got to go and get checked up. You've got to go to the doctors. So he went and he got checked up and then the day came for his results to come back. And he's like, I'm going to go to the doctors. I go, I'm coming with you. He's like, no, 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 don't worry. I go, I'm coming with you. Mm-hmm. I went to the doctors with him and then it was, his name got called and it was time to walk in. And I said, I'm coming in the room with you. He's like, no, 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 I'm coming in the room with you. You know, I just wanted to be there. And I've never seen a doctor's face go white as fast as this doctor. He went pale. He looked at the results. He went pale. He goes, I'll be back. He walked out. He came back in with two other doctors. And this is just like our local GP clinic. It's nothing extravagant, no, you know, um, special doctor or anything like that. He goes, you need to go to emergency now. And we're like, what is going on? Like, what is going on? Wow. Like, there's a mass in your brain. And we're just like, what? Anyway, so we drive. I didn't even call my mom. I drive straight to emergency with my dad. We were waiting there, obviously, for hours until we realized that he had already called in advance and got a bed ready for him in um, the neurosurgery department, right, at Royal Melbourne Hospital. So we were waiting for hours, not knowing this because they hadn't made the connection anyway. So finally he got admitted. The next day was Melbourne Cup Day, right? So we got admitted on Monday. The next day was Melbourne Cup Day, which for those who don't know, it's a public holiday here in in Melbourne. So 
there wasn't your normal rotation. It was skeleton stuff. So the day after that, he was in surgery. It was malignant, not malignant, sorry. It was, yeah, no, it was cancer. So it had to be removed. Mm. Um, it was an astrocytoma stage two. I think astrocytoma had to be cut out. And the way it is, is basically it's like a starfish where there's all these spikes in the brain. So you can't actually remove it all. Oh. In that moment, why I share this story, it's not a sad story. So it's, you know, that part of the story isn't sad, but that's, you know, the prelim- preliminary story to where I am now. That was mm-hmm. the moment where I'm just like, nothing matters. Like nothing matters. Nothing beyond the moment right now matters. You can have an entire life planned for you. You can have all of these things coming up that you desire to do. You can sit here and spend your whole life worrying about the decisions you made in your past or you can be completely present in the moment because there's no other moment that exists and it was in that moment that really it was the catalyst for my awakening it's not that I wasn't always very open to that lifestyle because I was raised in it but it was that moment that I was just like no I'm immersing myself in this right now and I started making fuck yes decisions I was just like whatever I want to do I'm going to do it now whatever feeling I get I have to follow through with that feeling because you just don't know you don't know what's coming for you and you don't know how long or short or in between life is and you know we can talk about past lives another time but (laughs) for a different time but for now it's not that it's that in this present lifetime I'm here right now I chose this physical experience I need to really I owe it to myself and to the rest of the world to live it fully because mm. if I don't show up fully to my fullest capacity, then I'm doing a disservice to the entire world, not just to myself. You're not just doing a disservice to yourself. You're doing a disservice to the entire world because there are people in the world praying, whether it be to God, God, universe, angels, whatever your truth is, but there are people praying to God right now and God answers their prayers through people. Okay. So maybe the answer to their prayer is through me and the way I deliver a certain message. So if I don't live up to that, capability Uh, within me then I'm not delivering their prayer right so uh, and that's why we are so interconnected in the web and it's so important to really live up to to your desires to what you want in your life to your potential to your gifts to all the things that you want to share because this we are the vessel but mm -hmm. God's working through us in whatever expression that may be so for some of us we're writers for others we're content creators for others we're actresses and for others we're artists and for others we make clothes and for others you know we collect the rubbish every week and and whatever it is it's all Mm. so important and there is no greater piece to the puzzle right so every single person is significant and important and it was in that moment with my dad that it all really came to my awareness and to my Mm -hmm. realization that I have to step up because you just don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. And it was a beautiful story, actually, because of that whole experience and the, the way the cancer was in his brain. He um, had epileptic seizures very often. So he couldn't drive and he couldn't work, work normally. And that basically resulted in him being an artist because he was confined to his home. And because of that, he developed his art skills because he needed a hobby. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy at home, right? You can't drive. You can't do anything your entire world has shifted upside down. So he started drawing and he's an incredible artist and I can't wait to share his pieces with the entire world because they're beautiful, right? Like they're mind-blowingly, mind-blowingly beautiful and that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the cancer, if it wasn't for that experience. So it was definitely not a sad story. I Mm. think that it was the awakening we all needed as a family and, and the people around us. Cause you know, it's a ripple. You throw it, you throw the rock in and it ripples. So it's affected yeah. everyone in our experience. So amazing. That is me. That is me. So that was the whole catalyst and then how mm-hmm. it evolved into me being a mindset coach. So I was a marketing consultant, which mm-hmm. again, we can talk about later turned mindset coach because I was just like, I knew that there was more to me. I, I didn't want to sell it to Julie. So basically, as mm. I was doing my marketing consulting, I decided one day that I wanted to incorporate a concept called the intuitive hustler. So basically, someone who wants to use their intuitive guidance mm. 
business decisions. That doesn't mean you aren't willing to be your Gary V of the world. You know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. willing to hustle and do the work, but you want it to come from a much more aligned, intuitive place. And the more and more I got into that work, we created a card deck that was called the Intuitive Hustler Card Deck. So it's basically like an angel card deck, but instead each card has a marketing activity on it. So you shuffle it, you tune in, you tap into your energy field and you reveal, you know, like however many marketing activities you want for the day. And they're the things you do. So it's come from an intuitive place. Mm -hmm. But again, as my experience evolved, I realized that I'm much more of a spiritual teacher and that I want to do that first. And the byproduct of that is a successful business, is money, is abundance, is happiness, is joy, is love. So it was the spirituality element first and the rest followed. Um, and that's how it evolved. And then I shut shop one day with my business partner. I said, if you want the business, it's yours, but otherwise I'm out. And, you know, I did all the appropriate training that I needed to do. And here I am. So that's that. That's amazing. <laughs> and guys, you should, listening to G talk about this stuff, these are concepts that when I lived back in Canberra, no one is like, there's a, there must be a very, very small spiritual or woo-woo, as we call it, community um, because I don't know anyone that is into this sort of stuff. And so when I first came to Bali and started listening to people talk about this sort of stuff, I was like, oh my God, this is so interesting because I always said, like, I don't believe in God, but I always said that I believed in mother nature because I believed in sort of like a world and, and then when I moved to Bali and everyone was saying, I believe in the power of the universe. And I was like, Oh my God, this is what I believe. But I just didn't know what everyone else was calling it. I was just calling it mother nature, but everyone else calls it the power of the universe. And then when I heard you talking about how you incorporate sort of spirituality and manifestation and the subconscious mind and all of that sort of stuff into business and how you can use that and use those powerful forces to build a better business i was just like sitting there in awe at your workshop like oh my god this stuff is like incredible and it's going to change the world because if people can realize that they can harness this whole other power that they're not even aware of imagine how powerful everyone would become like it's just it's incredible and so i would love to sort of uh, move into, I know you really help people with reprogramming their subconscious mind. And that's something that I really struggled with when I first moved here, because I had a lot of limiting beliefs. Um, I still have limiting beliefs, obviously, but before I started in the personal development world, I didn't even realize what a limiting belief was or that I had them and that they were holding me back. So do we want, maybe want to start right from the start and could you explain to the audience if they're not aware and maybe if they're not into personal development, like what a personal belief is, uh, sorry, what a limiting belief is in your subconscious mind. And then maybe if you could move into how you can start to reprogram them, that would be amazing. Amazing. Okay. So the first thing is that, Again, it doesn't matter what your belief system is, but this is part of my truth. So my belief system is that we chose this physical experience. So us as energy, before the physical three-dimensional plane, we chose to embark on the roller coaster. It's like we signed up, we saw the roller coaster ahead and we're like, that's for me. I'm a thrill seeker. I love creative expansion. I want to sign up for that ride. So we chose this experience. And the truth is, is that limiting beliefs don't ever diminish. So we are human. Yeah, Mm. and the human part of us, although we are spiritual beings and the majority of us as energy is spirit, okay? So imagine a ball, a sphere, and 95% of it is is spirit and there's like a little speckle in the middle which is a physical matter. That is us, our physical vessels, okay? So we are Mm. much more spirit than we are physical. And yet the physical part of us is what controls the conscious mind, okay? And And I point here to the frontal lobe because it's, part of you know the science behind it but again that's not important so you have what's known as the conscious mind the conscious mind although serving when it comes to creative expansion it also creates limiting beliefs so a limiting belief comes from conditioning and it's not our fault through the way we've been raised our environment the people around us even something we observed as a child Mm. um, media society all of these things program us to think and to feel and to behave in a certain way like think of the best example in a tangible example is 
the American dream. Okay, everyone wants that white picket fence. They want their husband and two kids and they want this picture perfect world. Yeah. And, you know, and America, I know the media and even within Australia, they or probably most Western countries, they spent millions of dollars advertising the American dream. All right. It was something. And that is programming. They're planting the seed in your brain and through repetitive exposure, that seed grows because they're nurturing the seed. And again, you think that it came from your own thought patterns, but it didn't. It was planted in there for you. And, you know, even when you think of today, modern marketing, so you think of watching all these Apple commercials and all of that. And why do we stand in a line for hours to buy a $1,000 device that really you don't even need? Okay. Mm. And, and, and all of these gimmicks. And then you have you know, think of Snapchat. Snapchat is known as a facial recognition software, okay? So they basically have facial recognition of all our faces and we willingly give them that information, okay? Now, I know that's totally like, all right, Jane, your conspiracy theory. <laughs> it does explain what a limiting belief is. A limiting belief has been programmed within us to think mm -hmm. and feel a certain way. And a good example is like growing up, I know for many of us, we didn't necessarily grow up in wealthy families, not mm. necessarily poor families either, but for most of us, we heard the expression, we can't afford that, or that's too expensive, or money doesn't grow on trees, or you have to work hard for your money. You've got to go to uni, you've got to go to school, do your homework, go to uni so you can get a good job, work really hard to make money. So it's not our parents' fault, and this is not us blaming our parents. This is us being aware now that that's where the limiting belief came from. And that mm. limiting belief has now over time amplified into my adulthood because as a child, you know, can you remember when you first saw a loaf of bread or something like that and it looked huge? And now you look at a loaf of bread and you're like, it's tiny. It's because your perspective as a child is different mm. to when you're an adult. But the limiting beliefs that came from your childhood grow as big as your perception as a child. Yeah, so that's why we have to bring them to the surface as adults because then we can look at them again and reflect and be like, actually, they're not as big as I remembered. Mm. Okay, because no longer children perceiving. But the inner child created this whole monster in the closet that wasn't really there. And so, again, that, that everything's expensive or it's too expensive, I can't afford it. It grew into us having money issues, okay? Well, I can't afford that. I don't work hard enough. If I haven't worked X amount of hours, I don't deserve that money. I'm not worthy of that. I can't afford it. I need to save. I need to hold on tight to my money. I need to be scarce with my money. Money is limited, right? We have all of these words, all of these feelings, all of these subconscious beliefs that then make us behave in a certain way. Because I subconsciously believe that money is limited, I'm tight with my money. I don't spend on things that I want to spend on. I don't appreciate money. I don't want to give too much of it away, right? So I start behaving in a way that supports that belief system. So yep. what my job is, is to take people through the journey where we uncover what the subconscious belief is, the limiting belief that's holding you back from living a fulfilled life because no one wants to feel like money is limited. Like that's not what we actually want. If we think about from the, an outsider's perspective, you want to believe that money is unlimited. You want to believe that we live in an all abundant universe. And that is actually the truth. The truth is, is that think of the trees. They look outside, look at the trees right now. How many leaves are on the trees? Can you count them? No. How many grains of sand at the beach? Can you count them? No. You know, how many liters of water in the ocean? Can you count it? No, because it's ever flowing, right? So we live in an ever abundant universe and nature proves that. Okay. Mm. We don't do any other research beyond looking outside your bedroom window. Nature proves that we live in an ever abundant universe. And if I believe that I am of the same energy that created the entire universe. Now, again, if you're not spiritual, think of it from a scientific perspective. It's already been proven that we are energy. We are of the same matter that created the stars, right? So therefore, if I am of that abundant supply, then I too am abundant right? If I am of that abundance, I am abundant. Mm -hmm. So knowing that we take people through that journey, we uncover what their limiting belief is. And then over time through habitual behavior, because the habitual behavior created or the habitual programming created the initial belief. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we now need to create 
a new habitual pattern to reprogram that belief in order to flip it. All right. So it's you reverse engineer. I know that your limiting belief is that money is limited. And because of that, you act on that belief. And then your whole life is affected by that belief. So now we're going to believe that money is unlimited. You are of that abundant supply and mm. we do activities step by step to reprogram, whether that be daily affirmations, mantras, whether that be more eliminating limiting belief activities, whether that be reading certain books, whether that be hypnosis, whether that be um, guided meditations, whether that be journaling and journal prompts, scripting, vision statements, vision boards, all of these activities. And again, it's based on the person. So I connect one-on-one -on -one with the person. It's based on how you learn and absorb information mm. and what resonates with you. So if writing doesn't resonate with you, I wouldn't get you to journal, right? It doesn't make sense. But if speaking or um, videos resonate with you, then we would be doing a lot more um, recording ourselves speaking mantras and listening to that over and over again, right? So you take people's learning mediums, like favorite learning mediums, and you apply that to the reprogramming um, activities that I give them. So it's like, I just, I literally literally gave you the tip of the iceberg just yeah, there. I know. And yeah, I think I think everyone can understand how it works. And, and the thing is, is that when I'm working with someone, it's never just that money is limited. You've got, you know, my body and then my, um, my love life and then my career and then and I'm not worthy and, and yeah. worthiness yeah. and confidence and courage and, and all of this. And it could be a moment as a child where someone got up on the stage and got teased, not even a personal experience, just through observation. I then programmed my own mind mm. unintentionally to feel that if I get up on a stage, and I'm true to myself that people are going to criticize me. Mm. Right? And as a child, that's a very valid feeling and perception to have. But as an adult, that's where we need to reprogram and think, well, actually, it doesn't matter what people think. And actually, if I'm speaking my truth, that is what is important, right? And I need to fill my own cup up. And, and it's a whole experience. So there's a lot. And I'm not saying that any of this ever ends because it doesn't. Because as mm. we it's like think of an onion, as we peel one layer, which is, what I call surface limiting beliefs, then there's deep rooted shit that comes up, right? And you're like, well, I never knew that was an issue. Now all of a sudden it is. Like I realized one of my issues when it came to money because I didn't really feel like I had that many money issues. But the one thing that bothered me was tax. And I was like, where did this come from? Mm. And it's like I was afraid that if I made more money that I wouldn't understand how to do my taxes right and yeah. it was like whoa and that yeah. was a layer right like it was underneath a layer so you just have to keep removing the layers until one day you're just like well I'm happy more of the time than I'm not mm. okay and that's always the goal for me the goal is people are like well what do I do with you G I'm like honestly at the end of this you're going to be happy more often than you're not and that's the wave that you want to ride in life. I want to be happy more often than I'm not. And then when I feel that I'm not happy or I, the words I like to use the language is when I feel that I'm not in alignment and alignment means vibrating at the same frequency of the universe. So feeling joy, joyful, feeling like I'm connected to well-being, feeling love within me. All right. So that's in alignment. When I feel that I'm not in alignment, I can be so self-aware that I can recognize that I'm not in alignment. And then I can do all of these things that I've been taught to shift really quickly out of that feeling. Mm. So that's the work. That's the work that we do. So, yeah. Amazing. And I think as well as uh, becoming aware of these sorts of limiting beliefs. And I mean, once you're aware of them, you really have to have the willingness to want to change them because Absolutely. some people are really, uh, happy to stay stuck in their discomfort and stay stuck um, in uh, whatever situation it is because of fear of the unknown. But once yeah. you become aware of it and once, uh, once you know that you actually want to change, you have to, I think, just make that decision and, and say, okay, no, I'm not letting this take control of me anymore and I'm going to change this. And it was so crazy the other week our, um, our mutual friend, Adriana, she always, her thing is my life is easy, right? Her everything, she wants everything in her life to be easy. 
And I'm sitting there talking to her like a couple of months ago and I'm like, damn, everything in my life feels hard. Like I wish, I wish everything in my life was as easy as Adriana's life. And then we were chatting again, like a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, fuck this. My life's not being hard anymore. I've just, I'm, I'm having an easy life from now on. And so I just decided my life was going to be easy from now on because before like my business felt difficult and like just every, like everything just felt a little bit difficult and it felt like there was a resistance. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not having a hard life anymore. Everything is going to be easy. Do you know how easy my life has felt since I made that decision? It's been crazy. Like, and clients are flowing to me. I feel so in flow with my business. Like I'm just getting so much stuff done. I've launched a new business. Like I've co-founded a new business with someone. Like it's been insane what I have achieved in the past three weeks since I made this decision, but it just takes making that decision and being aware of it in the first place. Because if I wasn't aware that I was making everything in my life harder than it had to be, then I wouldn't be able to change it. Right. Right. It's just like having the awareness, being willing to change and then making the decision that you're going to do it. And then just, it's just shifting your perspective and really just only focusing on what you want to focus on because where your attention goes, no, wait, what's the saying where, uh, do you know that saying? Yeah. Energy flows where your attention goes, yeah, right? That's, that's what <laughs> I was trying to say. Um, so I just like, yeah, I, I absolutely love and resonate with everything that you said because, um, it's, it's so true and it's so important you can reprogram these limiting beliefs if you want to, um, but you have to want to, that's the thing. Um, and, and this is exactly like the way I summarize it in a sentence is your will has to match your desire. Yeah. Like that is, the, mm. if your will doesn't match the weight of the desire, then you're never going to get it. Right. So you have to act, you have to act. And, and that's why I always say like the universe will give you everything you need, but you have to, meet them you have to meet the universe halfway you have to be willing to take action you have to be willing to receive intuitive nudges and then act on those nudges like sometimes you just get that gut feeling act on it now right like yeah. you had a thought for whatever reason you and and your business partner the idea was planted in your mind and you chose to act on that you could have mm -hmm. found every reason not to do it you could have found that there's not enough time there's only nine days we can't launch a business it's impossible who's going to want this, whatever. But instead you were just like, no, it's going to work. I'm going to make it happen. And you did because your will matched your desire. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that's how you grow successful in life, not just in business, but in every area of your life when you have that um, equilibrium. Yeah, totally. And I think when your will does match your desire, if things go wrong along the way, you just push through it anyway. Like when we were trying to set up our new business, we literally decided we were setting it up in nine days, right? So then we couldn't create a face, uh, a Facebook business manager to run paid campaigns. Instagram wouldn't let us create a new account. For some reason, it was blocking all of the email addresses that we had tried to sign up. There was like, we couldn't, there was multiple, uh, like credit cards weren't working when we were trying to sign up to all these different platforms. Then there was a freaking earthquake in Bali, like an hour before we we're supposed to be launching. And we were like, what the hell? Like, literally and we were just like this is a sign from the universe like we're an unstoppable force we're so unstoppable that the earth is shaking because we're so <laughs> crazy yes. we took that as like a literal sign from the universe that the earth is shaking because it like our stuff that we're about to create is going to be so epic yeah yeah exactly but when you if your um desire doesn't match your um what was the word well. that you yeah, if your will doesn't match your desire, when those challenges and when those problems come up, you're going to be like, oh, maybe we should push back the launch. Exactly. Like, we won't exactly. be able to make this happen. Whereas we were just like, no, we'll make it happen. We got our friend to create an Instagram for us and then we changed all the, the emails and everything afterwards and we had to use like our parents' credit cards and like we had to do all this crazy stuff. But we just made it happen because it – we just knew we wanted to launch on that day and we, we had to make it happen. So I think when, when your will matches your desire, it's like a, totally an unstoppable force. And that's a perfect example of perspective because someone would have looked at the earthquake and been like, that's a sign I'm not meant to do this. Right. And then you looked at it and said, that's a sign that I am an unshakable force. 
Okay. Yeah. And that is perspective. I can look outside right now and I can see it as windy or I can see it as beautiful, sunny and shiny, right? Like I get to decide how I see the environment. That doesn't mean that the environment changes. It means how I see it changes. So you decided to be an optimist. You decided to see the positive. You decided to see your unstoppable force. And yes, you go, girl. And, <laughs> and that's the work. That is the work. That is yeah. energy work. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I, I think that's because I have spent like the past two years working on all of these like limiting beliefs and really trying as hard as I possibly can to shift my mindset and, and always to look at the positive instead of the negative because there's no... If you look at the negative, it's not going to help you in any way at all. No way at all. So, um, yeah. Okay. So now I would love to sort of shift a little bit into a bit more of like how we can incorporate spirituality into business. Because first of all, so when I, I know a lot of people back home, specifically in Canberra, when we talk about spirituality, they'll think, okay, these two girls are just like hippies and they, yeah. <laughs> um, that's their perception of spirituality. But since moving to Bali, I've learned it's so, so different. I, pro I, I probably used to think that as well because that's just what everyone back home things. And so when I moved to Bali, it really shifted my perspective and spirituality isn't just like, okay, we love the earth and like peace, man, like let's all be hippies and smoke weed together. It's like, it's <laughs> like that. spirituality for me is, I've never tried to explain spirituality before. And now I kind of regret saying this, but um, spirituality for me is, I guess, being in alignment, living in alignment with the universe and knowing that there are sort of greater forces at play that we can't necessarily see or control, or we don't really know what they are, but you can just feel that there's energies in this. There's just something out there, but I would love to hear what you sort of define spirituality as because you, I'm very new to this world, but you have been in this world for a very long time. Um, so I would love to, if you could share sort of how you, how you would define spirituality. Okay. So there were a whole lot of questions that came from that, which is good. Um, and it allows me the freedom to, to share my experience with spirituality. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is you don't get wet by the word water, okay? And this is where everyone gets their knickers in a knot because they're like, well, you're calling it this, you're calling it God, you're calling it the universe, you're doing this, you do whoa, whoa, whoa. It doesn't matter what I call it. And what I'm really good at is I come from a teaching background, right? I used to teach at university as well, um, actually business analytics and business statistics, right? And the one thing that I learned is that I am the chameleon. I adapt to my audience. So I use the language that I know that they're going to connect with. So I'm not going to go into a room, a boardroom of CEOs and start talking about spirituality and the energy of the room. <laughs> I know that that's not going to resonate with them, right? Yeah. Instead, I'm going to come from a bit more of a scientific perspective. I'm mm -hmm. going to talk about, you know, quantum physics in a way that they can understand it based on energy and neuroscience and and neurons and, and all of these energetic scientific words that they can connect with. And then over time, again, I'll be planting the seed and nurturing the seed. It'll grow and expand. So gotcha. spirituality isn't necessary. It cannot be defined. It, it's like one of those undefinable words. It's like the word love, like define love. You can't yeah. define love because love is a feeling, right? And love is a personal experience. Spirituality is the same. I can't tell you that I'm more spiritual than you because I've been in the world of spirituality longer like that doesn't exist yeah. we're all spiritual beings because we are of spirit we are of energy now mm. if i'm going to assume that most of your audience isn't necessarily spiritual or have or have had experience with spirituality let's start right from the beginning when it's everything is energy that is science that is a fact everything is energy and what that means is everything is constantly vibrating so the mm -hmm. only reason why we can see certain things as physical all right so i can see you you can see me you can see this bed behind me you can see a table in front of you you can see the the headphones and whatever is because it's vibrating at a frequency that i can tune into okay so because i can tune into the three-dimensional frequency that it is 
That's why I can see it. So think of a radio station. If you want to hear 101.9 FM, you don't tune your dial to 90 AM because you're not going to hear the frequency that you want. That doesn't mean that the frequency isn't being emitted. All the frequencies are always being emitted, but you have to tune into the frequency in order to hear it, see it, observe it, realize that it's there. Okay. And when you know that truth and you determine that that is your truth, that everything is energy and everything is constantly moving, vibrating, then you can manipulate that truth to your advantage. Okay. So focus less on the word spirituality and more on the word energy, the, the word that everything is energy. I can connect to everything because everything has a frequency. Now imagine a thought. If I think a thought, does it not, create a frequency okay it may not exist in physical matter so it doesn't have a three-dimensional frequency but it has a frequency as a vibration because otherwise it doesn't exist everything is energy right and energy never dies energy can only ever be transferred so therefore if i think a thought it automatically has a frequency attached to it so again i'm going to get a little woo woo because this is what i do but it's okay so imagine now there was a fifth dimensional being, okay? Whether you want to call it, call it an alien or a hypothetical scenario or whatever, it doesn't matter. So there's a fifth dimensional being. If they were to observe Earth right now, they would not be able to decipher the difference between what's three-dimensional, what is physical, what is a thought, what is an imagination, what is a dream, what is a movie, right? Like what is anything? Because for them, they're going to be able to see all of the different frequencies, mm. that which is physical and that which is four-dimensional, um, and that which is fifth and, and so on. So for them, it's going to be a very different picture of earth than what we see as three-dimensional. Now, knowing this truth and how you can apply it to business is that if everything is energy and all I ever need to do is match the frequency of that which I desire to experience, then if I want success in business, you made a decision, yeah? You said, right, as of now, my life is going to be easy. And because you made that decision, you changed your frequency, okay? Mm -hmm. You decided that now I am now going to observe everything as though it was rigged in my favor. I am now going to observe everything as though it were easy. I am now going to see the positive in everything. I'm going to see everything as an opportunity, right? You changed your own frequency. Your experience, your external experience didn't change at all. No. At all right. It was your perception of the experience. The same is in business is if I want a business that is thriving, if I want, you know, endless amounts of clients coming in, if I want an abundant supply of money, if I want, you know, to have incredible coworkers, if I want to employ people, if I want dream clients, if I want that, then my perception of the experience needs to change, not the experience itself. Mm. So many people are like, things aren't working out for me. Everything's hard, you know, and then that's when they get caught up in the marketing world. Like I have to invest X amount of money to do this and that. But if your mind's not right, if your perception of the experience isn't on the frequency that you desire, no matter how much money you invest, you're still going to have a failing business, right? You need to see your business as a success now. You need to be like, I am winning now because everything is energy. And the more often you emit the frequency of success, of positivity, of love, of abundance, of that, the more the universe will mirror it back to you because the universe is literally a mirror. Okay, mm -hmm. because you will never be able to see the world the way I see it through my eyes. No. In fact, your experience can be so different from my experience that we're actually living two completely different worlds. We don't know. We mm. don't know. You could see different colors than I see. I don't know. And that's also the beauty is that my entire world is based on my perception of it. Mm. Okay. So your business is based on your perception of it. And that's why some people thrive in business and others don't. Now, our natural state of being is that of alignment, is that of well-being. We don't have to try to be in alignment because people are like, okay, that's great, G. How do I get into alignment? How do I tune into the frequency of that which I already am, which is abundant, which is the universe, which is joy and well-being? Think of if I had a glass now, right? If I had this and I had a cork and I was pushing the cork down, what would happen? The cork would stay at the bottom because I'm physically pushing it down. And mm -hmm. that finger right now pushing it down is your limiting belief. 
is your lack of optimism, is all the reasons why things won't work out. It's the people talking in your ear. It's society and the pressure and, and all of these conditions placed upon you. That is you pushing the cork down. Mm-hmm. If I were to move my finger, what would happen to the cork? It would pop up above the water. It would bounce right up. I wouldn't have to pull it up. I wouldn't have to push it. I wouldn't have to do anything other than move the resistance. If I move the resistance, I go back to my natural state of being, that which is alignment. Okay, mm. that is us. That is us. You don't need to try and be happy. You don't need to try and be of love because that is our natural state of being. Okay, no, no baby is born angry, right? Like yeah. babies are born calm and relaxed and happy and joyful and playful. Mm. Okay, and they see the fun in everything because that is our natural state of being. So what we need to do is not learn to be someone else. We need to just remove the resistance. So you're not sick. You're just resisting health, all right? You're not failing. You're just resisting success. Wow. Right? And, and that, when you are aware of that, and this is why, to me, I have two rules when I work with clients. One is self-awareness. Second is alignment. Self-awareness is one. Once I'm self-aware that I'm doing this to myself, self-sabotage, yeah? Mm. I'm doing this to myself. Then I regain my power. I now have the power to change. I now have the power to change the way I see my business. And it's because I now shift my perspective on my business, I'm going to see everything as an opportunity. Then I'm going to act on that belief system. So for example, right now, I have a client, let's say I had a client. This is a hypothetical. Mm -hmm. I had a client and they're just things aren't necessarily working out or I don't know how to sign the contract or whatever. If I'm someone that sees everything as hard and business is hard, I'm going to be like, Oh my God, what do I have to do? I have to convince them. I have to over deliver. I have to this, I have to that. If my perspective shifts slightly and I'm like, actually everything's rigged in my favor. What is for me won't pass me by. I am in alignment. So therefore I attract dream clients. If this client's meant to be, then it will all work out in divine timing, okay? It's like the flower and the bee. Does the flower chase the bee or does the flower attract the bee, Mm. right? We need to see ourselves as the flower, not the bee, okay? We need to see ourselves as the ones that sit there and my energy will attract. So therefore, because of that perspective shift, chances are if that client is my dream client, all of a sudden they will have a change of heart and they'll be like, gee, where are the contracts I want to sign them? That's what happens. And it happens to me all the time. When I'm pushing too hard, that is me coming from a place of lack. That Mm. is acting from a place that is not in alignment. Okay. And therefore it's like you're running on a treadmill. You're running nowhere fast. Okay. So instead get off the damn treadmill, find a way to feel like you're connected to the vibration of the universe. So feel like you're in alignment and you can do that by doing things that bring you joy all right for me it's baking I love to bake I love to go to the gym I love the sunshine I love the beach I love being around beautiful people right I love the sunshine did I say sunshine already clearly I love yes. I love traveling I love you know all of these different things or, or it could even be putting on a good tune and dancing a bit putting on some makeup you know going out for a drive going to a cafe whatever it is do the things that bring you joy and when you're feeling happy again then go back and make a decision. Don't make the decision when you're angry, frustrated, in doubt, questioning, fearful, because your decision will have been birthed from those feelings. So instead, we need to be like, actually, you know what? I am feeling frustrated. I acknowledge that. I'm self-aware of that. Let me pull myself out of the situation. Let me get myself into a high vibrational frequency, that which is of alignment, all right? And then I can make a decision from that place. Mm. And that decision is going to be an intuitive decision because I'm in a good feeling state. So therefore I'm listening um, to the intuitive nudges that are coming from the universe. Okay. Because I'm not doing all of this self-talk, damaging self-talk. I've rested that. So the monkey mind has silenced and now I can hear the thought and all of a sudden you will get an inspired idea. You know what? I should create a business where we do, um, video editing for, mm-hmm. for, for people like it. that's ingenious. Do you know what I mean? Actually a perfect example of an intuitive nudge that came through you was to do a competition where people can win one year's worth of video editing for free. Like that's ingenious. 
Yeah. And that came from a place of alignment that didn't come from a place of lack of fear. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what leads to success in business, in life. And again, apply these rules to everything. And I know a lot of the, your audience are business people. So yes, definitely apply this to business, but know that life is holistic. Yeah. You're not going to be successful in business and miserable in every other area. It doesn't work that way. If I'm in yeah. alignment, I'm high vibe in every area. My body is thriving. My mind is thriving. My business is thriving. My relationships are thriving. Or if one area is not, because I am in alignment in every other area of my life, it's so much easier for me to shift my perspective on that area too. Yeah. Right? And everything falls into place. So, you know, we know that G goes on tangents, so I'm just <laughs> very mindful of that, but I hope that that answers the question. No, it's, it just, I just love honestly listening to you talk because every, like basically every sentence you say, I'm just thinking in my head, like, yes, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better and better and better. And I know like this is a topic that's a little bit different than we have ever discussed on the podcast before, but I'm so grateful to be able to open up my audience's mind to these sorts of topics with you because to me in my head you are such an expert in this area um and the way that you explain all these concepts and ideas and um ways of being and um being in alignment and and just everything the way you explain it really resonates with me so i, I really hope that the audience resonates with it as well i'm sure that they will um now i'm just i would love to move into a little bit of tactical advice Mm -hmm. Just to finish off for the audience. So if there is someone who they feel like they're, they're in the business and their business feels hard and potentially their life feels hard and they think maybe they might be in, out of alignment, but they've never really sort of dipped their feet into these sorts of topics or ideas or for, before, but listening to this podcast, it sort of sparked ideas in their mind that, okay, maybe something's out of alignment. If, um, if everything's feeling difficult or hard or, um, just not great, what would be the first sort of steps that you would suggest for someone who is thinking maybe something is out of alignment and they want to sort of, uh, uh, deep dive a little bit more into that thought and figure out what is going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the easy way, so I'm, I'm a seasoned veteran when it comes to this work. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people aren't, and this is a very new world to a lot of people. And I acknowledge that. And I wouldn't throw you in the deep end because that wouldn't make any sense and it wouldn't resonate with people. So the yeah. first thing I would say is this, and a lot of people who have heard of like the law of attraction would have heard the, the term thoughts become things, all right? And most people look at that and they're like, no, they don't. Thoughts don't become things. You need to, you know, put all of these pieces together in order for thoughts to become things. But the more appropriate thing to say is that thoughts create beliefs, yeah? And beliefs create feelings and feelings create vibration. And your vibrational offering is what attracts something that matches the frequency of that vibration and therefore creating a physical thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that physical thing isn't something that doesn't already exist because as soon as it's created as a frequency, I can tune into the frequency and come to the realization of it. Okay. Yeah. So you're not creating something out of nothing. You're creating something out of energy because the thought was the initial frequency. Okay. Gotcha. Now that I've explained that it's important to note that you are not your thought. You are the observer of them. And that's where people get lost in business. Um, and that's the first thing, first piece of advice I would give to someone that stop thinking you're your thoughts. Stop thinking that everything is a byproduct of your thoughts because you are not your thoughts. You are the observer of them, right? You are looking at your thoughts. As soon as I'm aware that I'm the observer of my thoughts, then I get to take the power back. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, is that thought serving me. And this is the first piece of homework I would give to anyone. Write down on a piece of paper, how can I serve more? Mm. How can I love more? How can I give more? Or is this serving me? So you take a thought that's not feeling that good and you write it on a piece of paper and you write, is this serving me? And write all the ways in which it has served you because you wouldn't think a thought if it didn't serve you in some way. Like for yeah. example, 
going back to the original example of money is limited. All right? And you could even apply this to business because a lot of people spend in business as though money was limited. Okay. Yeah. So how has this thought served me? Well, it's served me because it's kept me safe. It's kept me in my comfort zone. It's kept me from overspending. It's kept me from measuring everything, from counting everything. All right. From learning skills because I didn't want to outsource. Yeah. So it's definitely served you and we're not taking away that. All right. It served us. But now how is it no longer serving me? Well, it's not letting me grow. Mm. It's not letting me expand my business. It's not letting me to connect to more people. It's not allowing me to feel abundant and prosperous. It's not allowing me to travel because it's keeping me confined because I have to be physically here. So that's how we evolve. Okay. So we take it, we observe it. We acknowledge that it's served us and we're grateful for it. So again, gratitude is a huge part of the energy work. We're grateful for it. The thoughts, even the limiting thoughts have served us and it's fine. We acknowledge that. But now I'm ready for more. And then you match mm. the will to the desire. All right. So you write your journal entry. How can I serve more? And that could mean, well, I need to step up because again, remember how I said at the beginning that prayers are answered through you. Okay. And again, prayers, it doesn't matter whether you call it a prayer or someone's desire or request, it doesn't matter. Mm. All right. You have a message that you have to deliver, whether that be creating a physical product, like someone thought of the idea to put crystals in a bottle and, and sell them. All right. This was someone's creative expression and mm. think of the ripple effect of every person that owns this, that, that when they hold it, it's so important and, and it brings them so much love and joy and amplification of who they really are. So you are doing a disservice to others if you do not serve more. So that's the first thing I would say, journal entry it out. If beyond that, that there's so much more deeper, because as you do this, that's very entry level. Mm -hmm. Once you do this, you're aware that there's more and more and more deep down. That's when you can invest in this personal development world. Like this is when you say, well, I need to speak to someone like Taylor because she's a business coach, right? Like she's a marketing girl. She can help me through this or you know it's it's deeper than that that I need like a mindset coach or I need a spiritual teacher or I need whatever you read books you it's literally like people that go to the gym one time and think that their entire body is going to change this work doesn't happen overnight right like you're Forever. not going to see the shift overnight you need to immerse yourself read the books watch the the youtube videos listen to the podcast Take notes when you listen to this podcast and see what resonates with you and what you can apply. Start journaling, start scripting, start visualizing. Like a visual, a creative visualization practice is so powerful. So imagine right now that I'm in a business, as you said, like with that example, someone's feeling a little bit off. Instead, you, what you focus on expands. So if I'm focusing on everything being off, then that is what I'm projecting. That's what I'm creating. Instead, mm -hmm. I'm going to spend three minutes, okay? Three minutes, I'm going to sit here 180 seconds and I'm going to think of the experience that I do desire. And I'm going to picture it in my mind like it was a mini movie. Okay, what would that look like? What would that feel like? What would that smell like? Who would be with me? What sort of money would I be handling? What sort of clients would I be working with? What sort of people would be surrounding me? Would I be traveling? Um, what decisions would I be making? If I were the CEO, what decisions would I be making? Would I be making decisions based on fear or would I be making decisions that come with conviction? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why when I notice a lot of people, when I do speak and, and you've said this to me as well, is that I speak with conviction and that's because I believe what I say. You don't need to believe me. You need to believe that I believe me. That's mm. it. So in every person listening right now, who's in business, no one is going to value your work more than you do, period, period, nobody. Yeah. So if you don't value your own work, that's step one. Look at your work. Look at your work and be like, how can I love this more? All right, again, how can I serve more? How can I love this more? How can I step it up a notch? How can I give more? And then value it so damn much that when you say to someone it's a $2,000 bill, you say it with so much conviction and clarity, they're like, yes, ma'am, and they pass the money over, right? And that's because you have stepped up for them. I will show up for you, but you have to show up for yourself, right? So that's the beginning. That's the work. And the other thing I would say, one of my number one recommendations, even if you're brand new, is meditation. Meditation has changed my life silencing the monkey mind because it's the monkey mind that's the internal chatter. 
always telling us we're not good enough, the limiting beliefs, the people, yeah. the pressure. You know, like it's like when you tell a friend an outrageous idea you have and they're like, that's never going to work. And you're just like, damn, like that hurt my heart. That hurt yeah. my heart. But maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe it's not going to work. Maybe it's a crazy idea. We need to silence that shit. So mm. you just take a moment. At the beginning, do micro meditation. So 60 seconds where I just close my eyes. I focus on my breath, inhalations, exhalations, pauses at the top, and you'll get better and better and better. Habitual behavior is everything. Habit, habit, habit by habit, right? Like, so every day you go to the gym. Why? Because you know that the consistent exposure and that your body has to physical activity is going to be good for your vessel. That's why. Why do you continue eating healthy? Because you know that continual exposure to healthy, high vibrational foods is going to nourish your vessel, right? We do all of this habitually. The same is with our mindset, all right? Mm -hmm. If you want to shift your mindset, if you want your business to succeed, if you want to change your thought pattern, then you need habitual activities. So meditation every day starts small. And over time, you can do an hour meditation a day where you just silence the monkey mind. You mm -hmm. stop the internal chatter. And again, that gets you into alignment real quick because then post-meditation, I'm so clear. I'm not thinking negative. I'm not worried. I'm not fearful. I'm not full of doubt. I can then make a positive business decision with complete conviction from a place of alignment. And that's how you birth success. So I totally, totally resonate with that because literally, so I, I can meditate for about 20 minutes is my what my my threshold at the moment it's obviously I'm always trying to improve it when I first moved to Bali it was like five minutes now it's up to 20 um and it's funny because on the days when I feel like oh I've got so much to do I don't really have 20 minutes in the morning that I want to meditate I would rather go because I go to the beach and meditate so I, I'm always thinking like I'd rather just go home and start working and I think it's on those days that I need the meditation the most and it's yes. on those days that I have the best meditations and I come up with the most epic ideas. Like I literally had that thought this morning before I went, I'm like, Oh, I've got so much to do. I'm recording a podcast with G today. Like I want to make sure I get everything done. And then I was like, no, okay, I need to go. I have to do it. I need to meditate, went to the beach and I like created this whole new online course program that I want to launch next year while yes. I was meditating this morning. And I was like, yes, I'm so glad I came to meditate because if it didn't go, I might not have had that download from like, I might not have had that thought. So it's exactly. so important guys, especially the days when you feel like, no, I can't meditate today. Those are the days that you need to meditate the most yep. out of any of the days. Um, now, G, if people want to work with you, if they want to potentially take some of your programs or they want to um, get more inf information about you and what you do, where can we find you and what are you offering at the moment? So you can find me, one of my favorite platforms to use is Instagram at G-L-M-G-E-E -E, mm -hmm. and also at GregoriaChrisOtelis.com. Um, I currently have an incredible program that would be perfect for someone who is newer to the spiritual world um, in business or not in business would be fine. It, it works very well. It's a course called Allow More. And it's about allowing more of the thoughts, feelings and experiences you desire into your physical experience, into your reality. So it's, it's like manifesting, but not quite because we shift our perspective on how we observe the world. So you learn not just manifesting techniques, you learn all of these, all of these strategies. And again, you can find that at gregorakasatelis.com if you go to the work with me section and you can see all my programs on there anyway but please reach out if you listen to this podcast reach out to me via instagram let me know that you heard it um i'd love to hear what you got out of this if it served you in some way because that allows me to improve you know what i share with people as well and, and thank you taylor for having me here i'm so grateful i'm so excited and again, <laughs> know that this is the tip of the iceberg this is very mm level when it comes to this sort of work but it's a good start and if you want to dive deeper and again it doesn't have to be with me because not everyone's going to resonate with me but if this is something that's you know got you thinking then do it now take action you know will desire match we just have to take action and read a book just go to that personal development section in a bookstore and then just be like you know what i'm going to pick up a book and i'm going to start there and 
Yeah. I'm going to listen to more of these kinds of podcasts. I'm going to really connect. Go back to all of Taylor's old episodes, listen again and write notes and create a little workbook, you know, like all of this is free advice, but it's life-changing advice. It's not just like, oh, I hear it and it's great. It's actually life-changing advice. And it wasn't until I learned how to model people I really admired that my life shifted as well. So take what you need. And I truly believe what you need to take from this, you will. The mm. right people are listening to this. So if you're here right now, know that you're supposed to be here. If you're listening to this, I appreciate you. And I'm sending you so much love. And I know that whatever you needed from this, you will receive in an abundance. So I love you. Thank you, Taylor, again. This has been amazing. I'm so high vibe now. I need to- <laughs> so why? Guys, I can't wipe the smile off my face because I'm just actually so happy right now. Gee, I could seriously listen to you talk for hours and hours on the end, but uh, we probably can't take up too much of the audience's time. But thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I had such an amazing time listening to you talk. Guys, thank you for tuning in. If you want to find more of Gee, you heard where to find her. And I will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Want even more millennial business insights and to connect with like-minded business owners from around the world? Join our Facebook community for tips on how to take your business to the next level and chat with myself and other listeners. All you have to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial girls media gang to be a part of this wonderful community. For show notes and downloads, head to www.themillennialbusinesspodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's guest and me. If you enjoyed this week's show, would you just take a screenshot and post it to your Insta story? I know this episode could help so many other business owners to see the amazing changes that they can make to grow their business exponentially. Until next time, my awesome listeners, keep chasing your big business goals and thank you so much for tuning in to the Millennial Business Podcast.